Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Monday, January 13th, 2020. It is just coming on by. We celebrated some birthdays, so happy birthday to everyone that's listening in January. Seems to be a big month for birthdays. Like January 1st was ridiculous, and I thought, wow, did people wait until after the new year? But it's an interesting time of year. Well, today we are going to talk about being kind and how being kind is a choice. And when I say that, I don't say that lightly because not being kind is also a choice. We may not agree with other people, but when we are kind, other people accept that disagreement differently. Being kind is, honestly, it's an awareness, it's a choice. It not only changes the dynamic energy and mood of the other person, it actually does it to us first. Otherwise, we couldn't be kind. So having the awareness of choosing to be kind, it magnifies the light that we have in us. There's people that will argue if you tell them the sky is blue, they will tell you you are wrong and that there is a dot of light green in the middle of that sky if you look close enough. So no, the sky is not exactly blue. And I hear that kind of stuff. It doesn't get by me. But I knew that if I responded to that person and their comments, that I would waste 10 minutes of my life and the biggest currency we have is our time trying to convince somebody who doesn't want to be convinced. They just want to be right. Or they want to be the one to tell you you're wrong. Or whatever it is, I don't even care. I'm not going to waste 10 minutes of my life 
or a half hour of my life. Why? Because in my heart, I know I'm not going to add value. So I was actually being kind (laughs) to myself. I spent a lot of my life married to people like that, to a person like that. And I knew when I left that I never, ever had to waste another minute of my life trying to convince somebody Come on, the sky is just blue. Jesus. Or to even have such a offshoot conversation to begin with. Because you start to see how positive begets positive, even when we don't know what we want to get back. What we get back is irrelevant. If you are positive and you get negative back, that just tells you where you belong or where you don't. Because when you're negative, you're going to get negative back. If 10 people have to argue with you because of what you're spewing and you realize that everywhere you go, people are like, what the heck are you talking about? That that negative just created more negative. And that positive can create more positive. These aren't just cute little sayings. These are your literal quality of life. When people think they're being kind, but they're really negative and their undertone is negative, other people catch on really quickly. But other people can come and go. But you end up alone. And then you wonder why you're alone. And then it makes the person even more negative because now they're complaining about life and nobody's ever around and people aren't really nice. But what they really can't see, and this is the saddest part of it all, is that they're the ones pushing away with all the energy exchanges that they have by being negative. We have enough pressure in life. And when we're going to meet someone new and that new person that you're going to invite in your life is through a commonality of complaining between the two of you, not going to get any better and every time you find yourself around that person and you realize that you kind of feel exhausted or you feel this like what the heck was that what the heck was that is the bigger question because what does kindness actually mean So I said, 
Let me look up kindness. What is the definition of kindness? It's just the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. Sharing affection, gentleness, warmth, concern, and care are all words that are associated with kindness. In the past, old world, we thought kindness meant that someone was naive or weak. Oh, look at how silly they are. They're being kind. Like, this is a tough world, man. But being kind actually requires courage and strength. It's not what you say. It's how you made a decision to say it. Kindness has one of the most profound effects on our mental and physiological, not just our mental health, but even in how we treat our bodies, the whole combination, the whole kit and caboodle, you know, body, mind, and soul. And we are happier people. And if people come and tell me that they are not happy, I know they're not treating themselves well. Christ started with me. He didn't start with my neighbor. He didn't start with my children. He didn't start with my parents or my brothers and sisters or my partner. He started with me. He started with just teaching me lesson after lesson, and it took a lot to get me there. Self-love. Not only being kind to myself, but understanding why. Because the why is bigger. People who are older that are kind look younger. It elevates our self-esteem. It improves our blood pressure. It boosts our immune system. Because we will smile more when we're kind. We, We just will. You don't have to walk around going, well, I'm being kind, and you're not. Somebody's not being kind from heart. It just means that they have not gotten to the point with themselves to understand that the way they want to be received isn't working for them through their actions. They just don't get that. The goodness of heart, good self-esteem, 
without being desperate for approval or mistreating others or taking advantage of another person's kindness. That kind of stuff goes far. They literally have like articles and research done on how kindness just improves your health. It releases feel-good hormones. There's days where I would be sad about something, an illness in the family, an illness with myself, whatever it was, or something happened out of the blue and just shook me to the core. But it didn't mean I had the right to break who I am for that. That is going to come and go. But who I am is who I live with. So if I'm looking for a situation to just download my angst, my personal angst, my personal narrative, my personal story every time, that's exhausting. But even in the worst of it, I have to tell myself, I still have to wake up tomorrow. And I am making a commitment that every day my questions to myself are, what can I do today? I'll deal with tomorrow tomorrow and I'll deal with yesterday today because I'll just filter it through. But what can I do today? make this a best day in my life so far. And sometimes it just may be being quiet. Sometimes it may be just writing. Sometimes it may be just walking and cooking and shopping for food. But whatever it is, just saying that to myself, what can I do today to make this the best day of my life? doesn't have to be big stuff. It's really big thoughts. Being kind eases anxiety. It's good for our hearts. We live longer. We reduce stress. We prevent illness through that. It's not like if you have cancer and you're kind, your cancer is going to go away. But you're going to face it differently. And there were studies and a whole wing to a place called City of Hope in California that deals with cancer patients. And they have cottages for people who come from out of state and their entire families can stay with them during their recovery or their treatment. Because they found that people that were around love healed better and had a higher success rate of overcoming the obstacles that faced them. This is one of the most subtle yet important conversations that we could have because this is a ground zero conversation. Kindness requires something that I think it's overlooked, 
And I know, you know, I see because Facebook has taught us to read emotions through the style or mannerisms of somebody's writing because we don't see the person. We don't see facial expressions. We don't see why they said it. But how they have chosen to present themselves and represent themselves tells us a lot. Sometimes you'll see someone post something and it's just, you know, hate, 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 but we're okay. Those people. And when you hear that, I'm like, oh, wow. And they put that out there. There wasn't even an awareness how unkind they have just represented themselves. Because when we start hating on people, when is your turn? So it requires this empathy thing that says, hey, you know what? I'm not going to change the world. However, if I am not kind to myself, I am going to look at the world in a way that makes me feel like everything is doomed and bad. There are people who use God like that. If you do this, if you do that, and we're not God, and we're in the image, and we're not in the, and it goes on and on and on and on and and I get exhausted because I get a lot of God stuff because I saw Christ. But when I hear it, The lack of kindness to that person's soul is really what I'm hearing. It's not going to change me or make me better or worse to have read it. Because at the beginning of my day, I'm saying, what can I do to make today the best of my life? Well, that doesn't include that. That's not even mine. That's somebody else's stuff. I get insight into that stuff, but it's not mine. So part of being kind to yourself, let's say a person walked up to you and had that conversation, but said it in a way that was so damning. And you could look at them and say, wow, I I didn't know you felt that way about yourself. And they may look at you and go, me, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about God. I say it. It's in the Bible. And I'm like, well, why did you choose that? From the whole Bible, why are you focusing on that? If you go into the Muslim community, the list of everything you cannot do is way longer than the list of the stuff you can do. God didn't put us on earth to restrict our free will. We have free will. We don't know it half the time. We don't think it half the time. But it takes a lot less, I want to say, energy, mostly negative energy, to be kind and to be rude. Because you don't need negative energy to be kind, but you need a lot of it 
to be rude. And if you could think of it as something that pumps you up and something that strips you, that's what you can think of when you think of positive and negative. If you can see the other person's position and see things from their perspective, feeling and being kind is understood by the person who is feeling and being kind. And you can't fake it, but you can choose to be it. Doesn't mean you're nice. Nice is different than kind. Nice is just appeasing someone, but nice also has a flip side because what happens when you feel like, I can't be nice anymore. I can't take it. People write to me when they see things that other people may say to me, and they'll write to me privately and say, why are you allowing this? And I say, we are walking billboards of ourselves. This is what lives out there. I, I don't need to be unkind because I wouldn't do it to myself. So why would I do it to someone else? I don't need to be right. And I go back to what's most important. If I do this and I decide to accept another soul's negative energy, even though they may try to convince the other soul that it's not or convince me that it's not negative, I don't need to be convinced. I trust my perception of what's okay and what isn't because I am going to watch out for myself. Because if I don't watch out for myself, I am not going to watch out for you. And I also am not going to watch out from you. And now I'm dealing with all this bag of tricks that comes with the ego. Remember, we talked about ego on Friday. That show happened out of itself. I mean, I, I told people go back and listen to that show. Because the ego is, you know, really tricky. It, it doesn't talk to you backwards with the end in mind. The end in mind is to have peace of mind. But if the things you're doing along the way aren't thought out and you're not thinking of the end in mind, that you want peace of mind, you're going to do things that rattle that cage. There's a, a quote by Wayne Dyer, and he put, when given the choice between being right and being kind, choose kind. If you have to convince other people how right you are, is it you you're convincing? Why do you have to convince others and it doesn't mean we don't confront or talk but the method the method is being kind it's being kind 
it helps us cope with the most stressful situations. Because then we look at that situation and say, I'm going to go to sleep at some point. I'm going to wake up tomorrow again at some point. And how I deal with this separates me from my problem. My problem will not define me. My challenge will not define me. In a year from now, I, I won't even remember it. I'll be like, yeah, you know that day that that happened. You remember that? You know, the person will go, oh, yeah, you were really upset. Or, wow, I can't believe you dealt with it like that. And I say, but it's a choice. And it takes a lot of strength to make choices like that. It takes a lot of awareness. And when people are not kind, you are telling everyone exactly what you think you're not telling them by not being kind. And the opposite of kind is not anger. Anger is different. Anger is really deeply injured love. But that's why I said today's show is being kind is a choice, because it's a choice. We can decide to not be rude. There's people that I wanted to go back to and say, why the heck did you lie? The people I got in the car accident with two years ago. And the mother sat in the front seat and said, we are not going to lie. And I thought to myself, not at the time, I thought to myself, oh, wow, these people are great. It did not occur to me, but they taught me. They taught me. And this was a big teaching for me. Why would they have said that? They said it because they actually did lie. I never thought of anybody lying. All I knew is what happened. What happened was the girl stopped in the middle of the freeway. I had about three car lengths to stop and save myself, and I did save myself. And I was only about three inches from my car not hitting hers because I had to swerve into another lane to avoid her without having another car hit me. Those were my choices. I either surprised someone else and they hit me or I tried to save myself and not hurt anybody else. And I sit in the back of their car. My car was totaled. Their car was barely bumped. I took pictures. I sat in the back of their car. They said they weren't going to lie. It was all about them shaking, but they never got out to see if I was okay. And my car was totaled. I got out of my car to see if they were okay and to go to them. I should have known. They called 911 because they thought I was not okay. 
And then I was like, I have pictures to prove that these people lied. There's no way my car could be hit like that and their car not to have damage if they weren't stopped. There's just no way. I had the woman's address. She gave me a picture of her driver's license. I took a picture of her driver's license. The first thing they did early Monday morning before 10 o'clock, because I called my insurance at 10 o'clock, they'd already called, they'd already retained counsel, and they were both filing medical claims. And they said, that they were just driving and I hit them. At the end of the day, who were they not being kind to? For me, it's an insurance claim that came and went. They have to live with the choice that they made. And the mother tossed the daughter to lie. So when I wanted to go confront them, which was probably the last leg of not confronting people, you're not going to change, and I don't care to, I wanted to go and say, you guys said you weren't going to lie. Isn't that weird that you did? And Christ said, whoa, 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 don't do that. Don't interfere with the lesson that comes with their choice. They made a choice. They were not kind to themselves. It had nothing to do with me. They became a story amongst thousands of stories that I have. Better help comes with being kind. Greater peace comes with being kind. Think about how kindness can change things because it has the power to change every single thing that we do. You guys, it's already over. My God, 10 seconds left. I will see you tomorrow. Have a great start to this week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.